it's simple, it's safe, it's, you know, non-invasive. I also like to say, like my other example, other than holding emotional baggage is, you know, when you look out a window and it's just really dirty, that the dirt is all the stuff that you've picked up and you're holding on to. With every release, it's like you're wiping that window clean so that you can actually look clearly and see what, what's actually happening around you without everything tainting that view for you. Welcome to the Empath and the Narcissist podcast, where you regain your sparkle back after narcissistic abuse. I am your host, Raven Scott, your go-to narcissist abuse recovery coach. Today is episode 91, Release Trauma from Narcissistic Abuse with the Emotion Code with Madhvi Mathur. As a reminder, this podcast is for educational purposes only. It is not a substitute for professional therapy. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. I numbed myself to stop the pain and I reached out to friends for help, but it wasn't until I gained courage to leave and seek therapy that my dark abyss of hopelessness finally started to let in the light I was so longing for. If you think you might be feeling depressed, stressed, anxious, or overwhelmed, today's sponsor, BetterHelp, is here to help you. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. It allows you to talk to your therapist in a private online environment at your convenience. With a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's 20,000 plus therapist network, it will give you access to help that you need that may not be available in your area. Finding a therapist is easy. You just fill out the questionnaire to help assess your specific needs and then you get matched with the therapist in under 48 hours. Everything you share is completely confidential. In therapy, I learned that I wasn't the selfish, lesser person my ex convinced me I was. In my therapy, I was able to get affirmation that I was truly being emotionally and sexually abused. That alone allowed me to release my trauma and grow into the strong coach and mentor that I am today. But I didn't just gain that alone in therapy. I gained my sense of self-autonomy back, my power back, and my confidence back. Join the 3 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com forward slash empath. That's betterhelp.com forward slash E-M-P-A-T-H in the link in the show notes. If you listened to the episode on Tuesday, in episode 89, I talked more in depth about my sessions that I've had personally with Madhvi. She is amazing, and she has spent years searching for solutions for herself, and then she's realized that the answers she was looking for were always within her. She just had to listen and hear the messages her body was already trying to share. Her life has been transformed since she was introduced to the work of Dr. Bradley Nelson and the Emotion Code. Everyone can clear their own emotions and learn how to use this framework. She has been certified and trained to help guide you through it. She would love an opportunity to talk with you. And I will share with you how to connect with her at the end to see if you could benefit from the Emotion Code as I have. So find out what mode your energy is in relating to finances, career, your health, and your relationships, and try a free 30-minute introductory session with Madvi and see how the Emotion Code can help you start shifting your energy state from lack, blocks, to abundance. 
So without further ado, let's dive into the conversation today. We are back. I'm joined with a special guest, Madhvi Mother. I'm so excited to talk to her about Emotion Code. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much, Raven. Thanks for inviting me and for having me here with you today. Yes, this is so important. I think this topic that we're going to cover today will really benefit you when you're listening. because This is going to help you release trapped emotions, understand what's going on behind some of the blockages and unconscious things that keep happening, and really letting go of that heavy emotional baggage that's holding you back from living your best life. So I can't wait to get into this conversation with you, Marvi. But before we do, I want to hear about you. Um, What's your background? How did you get into emotion code? Sure. Yes. So I mean, Energy healing is new to me as well. It's been part of my life for the past few years. Prior to that, you know, I was working in the corporate world for about over 15 years in banking and IT. I always knew that, you know, there was something more that I wanted to do. And that wasn't something, something that, you know, I had the passion for anymore. Everything kind of lined up when I came in contact with the emotion code with the work that Dr. Bradley Nelson was doing couple of years ago, actually. And that's where everything kind of fell into place. And I realized that this is what I want to be doing. And I realized that it's something that I wanted to learn more about. So I got my certification, went through the program, and I've been working with people since. So it's been, it's been amazing. Wow. You just said, this is it. You just transitioned and you dove right in. I love that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I was attracted to it initially for myself. You know, it was something Mm -hmm. that I was attracted to for my own healing journey, for the things that I was going through at the time. When I started applying it on myself and I realized how much it really transformed my life, I knew that I wanted to do more. I wanted to share it with my family, with my friends and, you know, get really involved with it. And that's where I realized that, okay, this is something that, um, that, that I need to, that I need to share with others and share with the world. And that's where I, you know, since then I've worked with many, many, many people. Yeah. And can I ask you what, what was it that was kind of painting you or what were those trapped emotions for you that led you to finding um, Dr. Nelson? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, there were many things. I think the thing at the time that I was dealing with was um, a, a health condition that I had um, where, you know, I, um, it was an autoimmune condition where you get white patches on your skin. It's called vitiligo. Um, that was sort of something that I was looking to heal for the past so many years. It's something I was dealing with for the past 13 years. Um, so along my journey, you know, I tried so many different things, so many different types of things to to help me with that, to help me in my healing journey. So that was kind of one of the things that I was always seeking, right? I was always seeking for things that could help me, help me with this because the traditional methods didn't really work. So that was really one of the things at the time. Plus, to be honest, just just for so much more, just that goes with, you know, I have two little kids, um, I'm married, have a big family. There's so many other things, you know, that kind of weigh down on you that I also wanted to work on. So it was really my skin condition plus just lice, you know, just just yeah. other things that, you know, you sometimes need support with. And I found that, you know, even though I got involved with the emotion code to, you know, one of the big things was my skin condition, it's benefited me in far more than that. 
So it's really mm-hmm. certainly not just what I got involved in it for and has really helped me in so many different parts of my life. Wow. So was this work that you were able to do, did it clear up your your skin condition? Did it? It, it has helped it tremendously. Yeah, mm-hmm. it has helped it. It's not fully healed. That's one of the things, you know, with this work with energy healing, a lot of the, the healing work the body is doing itself, you know, without external force. And it's really like self-healing, right? So mm-hmm. I know that I know that my skin and body is in the process of healing. It's not complete, but you know, it's definitely helps me with mindset, with confidence. I do see the patches becoming smaller, but it's still taking time. So it's it's in yeah. progress. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just curious because sometimes those things just, you know, you can do all the work and then you can suppress it, but it's still underlying, especially once you start to develop the autoimmune. It's kind of like it can go to sleep. But it's always there, right? It's the, it's the process of managing it. Yeah, exactly. It sounds more like, it, regardless of the autoimmune, it seems like our, our bodies and, and we're capable of really like tolerating these things that are physically ailing us. But it's the emotional part, right? It's like what our thoughts are doing, what our stress levels are. That's really what kind of burns us out and wears us down. Well, exactly. Although physically it looks like you have a skin condition, there's so much emotional and mental baggage that comes along with it. So, you know, I really share in a lot of the the pain and the like what other people are feeling when it comes to these types of things, because I've gone through it and I'm still going through it. Right. So there's it really does weigh down on you. So I would say like it's helped me even more with the emotions and with whatever was weighing down on my mind. That's really where I saw a lot of the shift and the skin is slowly progressing as well, but it's mm-hmm. given me confidence, you know, it's given me the ability to be able to say, hey, I can go outside and, you know, for me, a lot of it is on my arms, so I can wear like a tank top in the summer, for example, yeah. and to kind of accept, right, coming to terms with accepting what the body is going through. Yeah, Absolutely. We'll be back in just a moment. Hey, empaths, wanted to take a break and ask if these phrases sound familiar to you. I didn't say that. You're too sensitive. No one will ever believe you. If these phrases are familiar, then you may be dealing with a narcissist. Then my book, Empath and the Narcissist, is for you. How to Overcome Narcissistic Abuse and Recover from PTSD, Codependency, Gaslighting, and Manipulation receive another bonus in this book. The free four ways to set powerful boundaries workshop is included in this book. If you wish to feel alive again and take back the power in your life, then go to www.ravenscott.show forward slash empath and the narcissist. Now back to the show. So what we keep saying this word emotion code, is it also called body code? Yeah. Can you help define what that is for us? Sure. So let me just take a quick minute to explain that. So the emotion code is something that Dr. Bradley Nelson shared, um, gosh, I want to say about 15 years ago, I think now. And there's a book called The Emotion Code in which he shares the his experiences and he shares a chart of 60 different emotions. So this chart of 60 emotions is sort of 
the framework that we would use to identify and then to release these emotions that people build up, you know, that we Mm. usually call emotional baggage. Mm. So this is an energy healing modality, right? Where you're kind of dealing with the subconscious mind to look at on a deeper level, what has built up over time. So using this chart of 60 emotions, we identify and release. That is really the emotion code. The body code came later. So the body code came after the emotion code and it goes into a deeper level. So you're not only looking at emotion, but at some point, Dr. Nelson realized that, you know, if we're able to get this far, we can go even further and look at even more. The body can give us even more answers as to what's going on. So we look here at six different components. So not just emotion. But I'll tell you the six categories, and I can definitely share some resources with you later that that show some more. But we look at energy, we look at pathogens. So pathogens is kind of like mold, virus, bacteria, that kind of stuff. We look at circuits and systems in the body. We look at misalignments in the body. We look at toxins, and then we look at nutrition and lifestyle. So it's really so much broader and the emotion code is kind of part of the energy section there. So the emotion code chart is still very much part of this, but it's just kind of a deeper understanding of what's going on in the body outside of emotions alone. Yeah, because all of those things do affect our bodies. Absolutely. The environment, exactly. the stress, the toxins, what we're putting in to our body either physically, you know, consuming and then mentally, you know, what are we consuming in our brain? Yes. Yes. So, you know, the first level was um, I got certified in emotion code and then very quickly realized that, okay, once you learn and you know, you're able to uh, do muscle testing, which I can explain after, you definitely want to go to a deeper level to go into the body code because you just get so much more there. Hmm. Yeah. What is muscle muscle testing? You test it for emotions? Yeah. So the way that it works is basically emotion code. It's based on four different schools of thought. So it's based on acupuncture, ancient Chinese medicine, magnetic therapy, and kinesiology. So it's this applied kinesiology where we use muscle testing to get responses from the subconscious mind. So the muscles in the body will actually either strengthen or weaken to give yes and no responses. And that's what I use. And that's what any emotion code or body code practitioner that you'll come across would be using some form of muscle testing. So there are various different forms. I use something called the ring and ring method. I make two rings with my fingers and interlock them. And when the muscle response that I'm getting is a yes, my fingers will stay really tight together. And when it's a no, they just kind of break apart and they, they weaken. That's what we're using as the basis for how we're getting these responses. So each person's body will give them that response. Usually a lot of people use their arms, their arms or fingers. There's different methods called muscle testing. So that, that's really the main thing that I'm using when I'm in a session with someone. Okay, so you have them do whatever it is with their fingers or their arm, and then you observe what happens to their muscle to get the answers? Well, so in the past, that's how it was. So in the past, it was um, in-person sessions where Dr. Nelson would actually be 
doing it through using the person's arm and stealing the responses. But yeah. now things have advanced and I'm able to actually connect just through intention. So I don't need people to be with me physically present. We're actually able to do sessions virtually. And through setting an intention, I'm able to make a connection with the person and they don't feel anything. I don't feel anything. The work is 100% intention based. Mm -hmm. So we're dealing only with energy and dealing with emotion. And I'm able to receive these muscle tests and I am actually feeling it on your behalf. Oh, wow. So I can actually okay. get those responses. And then I would let you know, based on the charts that I'm looking at, what's coming up, you know, where we're kind of being guided based on the muscle testing that I can feel on your behalf. And that's what mm -hmm. I've learned through the whole certification process and through training is how to be able to do this. Wow. That's cool. That's very cool. So can you give it a specific question? Is it related specifically to like what they're coming to you in with their ailments or is it more general? Yes, definitely. So it's a variety, right? So sometimes people will book a session with me and they'll have a very specific thing they want to work on. So the thing is like the magnitude of what you can work on here is, you know, you can really work on anything. So it can be a physical pain or discomfort. It can be relating to a relationship, right? It can be anxiety, stress, depression, relating to a relationship. It can be, honestly, it can be almost anything that a person is kind of struggling with. And often I find a lot of people are very open to doing this kind of work and this kind of a session when you find like traditional methods just haven't done it for you or they haven't right. worked. And that's sort of how I also myself got involved, right? It's like you try everything yeah. and then you're like, okay, I'm open to trying this. And people always feel great. They see great results. And then it's really them just taking that first step to trust trying something new. So to give you an example of how it would work, if somebody, you know, I mean, I don't know if you have an example, but if it was something like, you know, they're really unhappy in a relationship or they just feel very depressed, right? Let, let's say an example like our listeners, they are yeah, feeling yeah. like they're going crazy in this relationship where they're being loved and adored on one side and then they're being cut down and blamed for everything that's wrong in the relationship, you know, on the other side, like just mm -hmm. a minute later. Yeah. So, I mean, basically what I would do if someone came into a session with, with that type of scenario, there's many different things we can do. But, you know, I would typically start with everything is question based. So we would be asking questions like, is there something contributing to the person feeling how you describe, right? And then I go through the chart and the charts mm -hmm. is what would guide us. So looking at that chart of 60 emotions, we would see, is there an, a trapped emotion that is causing the person to feel this way? So what happens is often the human body processes as much as it can, right? It can't process 100% of the emotions that we go through. So the whole premise behind the emotion code, and I apologize, I didn't say this at the beginning, is that the whole premise behind it is that in our lives, we go through these different experiences. These experiences cause us to have these emotions. Not every emotion can be processed fully by the body. So some of these that become trapped, the emotion code is giving us a way to help release these, right? And the way that we're doing it is by bringing your awareness to it. Once you are aware that this type of emotion was trapped at this time, the subconscious mind is actually able to release it. 
just by bringing awareness to it. So this is kind of where we would ask the question. So we would say, you know, the scenario you just described, what are the things contributing to it? It can be emotion. It can also be something from the other categories that I mentioned. So we mm -hmm. kind of, sessions are really looking at what is everything contributing to making the person feel the way that they're feeling. And then we kind of work on releasing once we identify it. And often it's like letting go of that baggage, right? So if you picture a person holding like lots of luggage and holding on to this really heavy emotional baggage, like with every release, you're letting go, you're letting go, you're letting go. And you just feel so much lighter and you're able to really finally see things a little bit more clearly once you let go of all that stuff that has built up over the years. Oh, wow. I'm sure you get a lot of like childhood like old 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 emotional baggage things back from we people's do. childhood they're holding on right 100 percent. so you know um of course like i mean i have done sessions with children but majority is adults mm -hmm. and i find that the older you get just the more you have right the more there is and yes things go all the way back to you know Actually, we go all the way back to when you're in the womb so that you could be actually taking on emotion even from the mother when the child is in the womb for the first nine months. So people have stuff going back and then all the way to one to five to, you know, really, I never know what's going to come up for someone in a session yeah. and they wouldn't, they wouldn't know either, right? We kind of right. take it as it comes, but it's fascinating to see how people feel once, once that release happens. That sounds amazing. And that is like the biggest difficulty when you're dealing with someone whom your heart is so attached to, like this person who you see potential, you have deep sympathy for, you know, if you see them as struggling and, oh, you make all these excuses, well, they're mean because this, but that's just, again, like something of whatever's emotionally trapped within yourself holding on to something. And that's really, that seems like that would be really powerful for those who just don't want to see the truth, right? Do you find that people kind of open their eyes after releasing the emotional baggage? Yes, 100%. So it's definitely a journey. You know, some people might realize that immediately. Some people might realize things over time, but 100%. So I also like to say, like my other example, other than holding emotional baggage is, you know, when you look out a window and it's just really dirty, that the dirt is all the stuff that you've picked up and you're holding on to. With every release, it's like you're wiping that window clean so that you can actually look clearly and see what, what's actually happening around you without everything tainting that view for you. And the other thing, you know, that I want to mention here is that a lot of the work and what really attracted me to this myself was it really makes you feel empowered so that you're part of the journey, right? We're not handing it over to someone else to say, hey, fix my problems for me. It's sort of like, you know that you're the only one that can do this. And that for me was really a big part of what I really liked about this is that, okay, I'm part of the journey. I'm the one who has to do these things. And I think a lot of people realize that in these sessions too, right? Because it's their emotions. It's their thoughts. It's what's going on in their mind that's creating whatever it is that's going on in their life. Yeah, right? yeah, that's very empowering as well as 
relieving because you're like, okay, now, I mean, it might be a little bit scary too. Now it's up to me, but all, like you said, all the other modalities where you're not relying on yourself to do the work and you're like hoping that this prescription works or this, you know, talk therapy person can find the solution for you and tell you the answer. You know, every time we seek outside of ourselves, like I, I perpetually say on this podcast, it doesn't allow us to grow because we're not right. really looking into what we have inside of us. Right. And oftentimes people will say, you know, you just feel like you're stuck in a really bad situation and you just can't get out. And one of the things that comes up a lot is just like, what is the lesson for the need here? Right. Like sometimes patterns just keep repeating. And that's where, you know, we have to look at what is that? Like, where is that coming from? And a lot of those things sometimes come up in sessions. Like, what is triggering this? Like, what what is causing this, these thoughts for you? Like, where is this originating? Right. Mm. So it really can give some information as well as far as maybe how you can make decisions differently next time. Or, you know, people just, the, I think the awareness is what really increases quite a bit. Awareness of how you're thinking, how you're feeling. A lot of people are just more aware of what their emotions even are. Like in the past, they may have never even really thought of the word emotion. Like what is the emotion that I'm actually feeling? But a lot of people tell me that, you know, they're just so much more aware of it now. Of how yeah, things are making them feel. That's That sounds like a really important exercise in emotional intelligence, which is ultimately how you're going to safeguard and repel the narcissist, you know, and get them out of your lives is to have that emotional intelligence. Emotional intelligence and then emotional strength, because you're going to build that emotional strength to deal with those people that you need to deal with. You know, sometimes, sometimes, I know everyone's situation is very different, but sometimes we can't change the other person. So we can only work on ourselves. Right. So this gives that emotional strength to do whatever it is you need to do to be able to have these conversations and be in these situations with these people around you. Yeah, I would challenge the sometimes word because I know you're being kind to open up to possibility. But I think 100 percent of the time we can only control ourselves and us and we cannot change the other person. But I, I think what you mean is sometimes the person will change, but that means that they're healthy. They're not NPD. Yes. And they yes. see you changing and that motivates them to step it up, you know, because like change and emotional yes. strength is infectious. So hundred, I agree. And that's what you said is exactly what I always say to people too, is that those around you will see it's like that ripple effect, right? The ripple effects, they will start seeing you're happier, you're stronger. They'll see that you're in a better place emotionally and it, it rubs off. Hmm, totally. Yeah, that really is it. But it starts with real, the change can only come from yourself. Mm-hmm. And I love, you know, just in my own personal life and my experience, which maybe you can attest, you know, and sharing a little bit about some stories or experiences you have. But once you do that, it is like the litmus test. Then mm-hmm. all, all the narcissists will stop talking to you, will kind of just fall away and you'll mm-hmm. attract and act with more healthy relationships and connections because you've grown emotionally yes yes completely agree with that I mean you'll start attracting new things and you'll start recognizing things you may start creating new boundaries for yourself you may start looking for different things so 
completely agree. I think those are kind of some of the steps that come once you start um, feeling stronger, feeling healthier, and looking for more happiness. Yeah. And the happiness is going to come from within doing all this work. And then on the outside, it will just magnetize to you. Yes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that is the goal. And that is my wish for everyone is that, you know, everyone can get to that point where all these, like you're just in a state where you're feeling happy, you're feeling joy and you're feeling healthy. And I mean, I always say emotion code is one thing. It's You need many things, you know, you need many things to support yourself. But this is definitely something that people can add and try and see if it resonates with them. But I think, you know, even me, myself, like I, I do sessions on myself, but I also do a hundred other things. So there's many things that you need to help support yourself. Absolutely. I 100% agree. That's why I'm always putting out these self-care tips for the Zodiac season. It has a whole variety of diet and self-care and pampering and essential oils and the whole thing, because that's just like the accessory supplement to the real emotional growth and the meditations and all the things. Yes. I mean, I'm a big believer in essential oils, bath flower remedies. These are all things that also come up in a body code session. And I use myself personally too. I think, you know, Yes, like we do need supplemental stuff to help support our emotions as well sometimes. So there is something to essential oils and to different flowers and plants. We can get the extracts through box flower remedies. It does help you, you know, when you're in situations where you just could use a little boost or you need a little bit of emotional support. So that is something that I also recommend to people. And if it does come up for them in a session as well something that's like in their highest good to use, you know? Yeah. Mm, I love yeah. that. I haven't heard yeah. of Bach flower remedy. What is that? So it's actually like homeopathic doctors probably recommend it most, but it is part of the body code as well. So it does come up for people in session. It, I actually have a bottle here. I know the listeners can't see this, but I'll just show you. It's mm-hmm. just a little, it's kind of looks like an essential oil bottle and it's just it like a... from Oh, is it like a flower essence? Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. It, the, the only difference with this is that you would actually put it on your tongue and you would take it like that versus like an essential oil. You just smell the scent of it. This is something yes. you're actually putting into your oh. mouth. But it really okay. provides a very similar type of thing to the body, right? I've done that, but I didn't know it was called Bach flower remedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's different kinds, again. So when we're in an emotion code or body code session, we're always testing to see what's in your highest good, what's going to be the Mm. most beneficial for your body. So these Mm. are very specifically recommended, right? Because there's many. So again, there's there's many that you could get. So you would get a specific one based on what, if somebody needs more support with anxiety versus, you know, fear. Fear is another big one that comes up. There's different there's different ones that you would use based on the need. Mm. Oh, yeah. Very, very cool. Anything else that I'm missing that we can share about the emotion code? The only other thing I wanted to mention is that really what we're doing in an emotion code session is we're trying to restore balance in the body. The way that we're doing that is by removing trapped emotion, by rebalancing or realigning any misalignment. And we're doing all that by setting the intention to do it. So the body is doing all the work. 
we're just bringing awareness and setting intention. And then it's like you let the body and the mind respond to that. So there's always some processing time that your body will take to kind of take that all in. Um, and then, you know, everyone kind of responds differently. So I've seen some people respond instantly, very quickly. Some people need a little bit more time. Some people have some resistance where, you know, we need to work through some other stuff first. So everyone's journey is a little bit different, but it's been very exciting to see how many people are open to trying and who have been seeing wonderful results. Yeah. Did you want to share any experiences you have with someone like coming in yeah. and then like a, a end result of how they left? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I can share one really recent. I'm trying to think of a good example for your listeners. Uh, yeah, this one might have be you a little... had anyone? Have you had anyone come in with like an abusive childhood or yes. relationship? Yes. <clears throat> yes, I have. I've worked with many people who both, you know, and some do know that it still impacts their life today and some don't. You know, it's not always maybe the primary reason they're coming in, but then when we start working through it, we realize there's so much inner child work that needs to be done. And some do come in very specifically. I don't have like a quick story that I can share on any of those because some can take a little bit longer and I don't always hear back on everything immediately, right? But I have right. worked with so many and, you know, me, myself personally too, I have seen great progress in it. A story that comes to mind, I did recently work with a lady who had a lot of grief around an accident that she was in. Mm. And she was in this accident about four or five years ago, but she was having a lot of trouble driving past the site of the accident, mm. a lot of emotion that would come up. And it was really impacting her physically as well as emotionally, even mm. still, even though it was many years ago, right? Which I'm sure is yeah. the case for many people. I'd like to are... say that this does relate to our audience because okay, okay. I, I mean, I'm going back to like, I moved cities when I left my relationship, but every time I had to go to it or drive past my neighborhood, I had probably the same exact physical and mental emotional feelings that she yeah. did when she drove okay. past where her accident was. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So you're right. You're right. This could be applicable in many situations. So great. I'm glad that it does <laughs> relate. And, you know, she just in one session actually got so much relief that she actually said literally by the next day or two she had a completely different response when she drove by the same area so she didn't feel any of the things that she was feeling in the past it was like that all got lifted completely mm -hmm. lifted and she felt so much lighter her body didn't respond the same way she didn't feel the same emotion so one thing that I will say is I always tell people in sessions we're not removing the memory of what happened we're never removing the memory. You will always remember that this is what happened. But what we're doing is we're re releasing that emotional charge. So if you mm -hmm. felt so much pain, discomfort, and that emotional charge before, it's like we're turning down the dial on it completely, right? And that's what she felt. So when she, of course, she remembered that, you know, a few years ago, I had a really bad accident here. But she didn't feel any of the things that she would normally feel. She didn't go through the same thought process she normally would. And she was able to actually drive that way. Whereas normally she might not. She would have taken a different route. 
right? So yeah. her experience was wonderful where she, she felt that almost instantly within days and other people, you know, they may need more than one session to kind of start feeling that same sort of a shift. I love that. I'm just having to write down a note because to be honest, this, and this may be not something you've ever really talked about, but yeah. I think this modality could really help a lot of people with PTSD, which is a yes. lot of people who have experienced abuse, child yes. abuse, anything traumatic. Um, 100%. Yeah, especially with narcissists, I think all of us come out with a tiny bit of PTSD or a lot of bit of PTSD. Yeah. Sounds- yeah, 100%. And you know, there are many emotion code and body code practitioners and more and more coming up every day. And I think the goal is that we need many practitioners to be able to help many people. So I know that there are other people who probably focus very much on that. Um, and, you know, different people have different areas of specialty, but 100% this is something that can help people in those situations. Mm, that sounds amazing. I appreciate you sharing this with us. I think this is a beautiful you know, a lot of people talk about meditation and EFT tapping and EMDR to release yes. PTSD, but this sounds like a really powerful and gentle way to do that as well. So it is having gentle. another modality is, is really important. Yes, 100%. It's simple. It's safe. It's, you know, non-invasive. And I often tell people, if you feel like you're in a place where you've tried so much and, you know, you feel a little hopeless, it's a good place to try something like this. You know, often a lot of people might still be doing some of the other things that you mentioned, like they may really enjoy doing tapping plus this. And you can combine different things and really find what works for you. But yeah, I I would love for your listeners to, you know, do a little bit of research, Google emotion code, (laughs) see what it's all about. You can check out some of the stuff that I've shared as well. And, And yeah, I would love to do a session for you and for your listeners as well. Yeah, that would be fantastic. Now, perfect segue, because I was going to ask you, how can our listeners connect with you more and find out a way that they can work with you? Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, they can look for me on Instagram, modby.ca. I'm on Instagram. And my website, again, is also modby.ca. Those are two good places to find me. I'm trying to share content on there. It's something that, you know, I think it takes time to build the concept and to start sharing what it's all about. You know, there's a lot to share. So I'm on there and uh, I always recommend that somebody do a discovery session first. So that's a a free half an hour call with me where I can kind of walk you through a couple of things, show you a couple of things. You can get an idea if it sounds like it's a good fit for you, because to be honest, it's not for everyone, right? You may say, you know, they prefer something completely different and that's fine. I think that there are a lot of people who benefit from kind of talk to me first, ask me a few questions, let me show you a few things. There's a few things we can walk through. And then from there, you know, if you choose that, yes, it's a good fit for me, then my sessions are one hour long. And, uh, and then, you know, they can kind of try out a full session after that. Perfect. Okay. And those links to connect with her are in the show notes as well, you guys. So make sure you take a look at that. Follow her on Instagram. If you've really enjoyed this conversation and it was really impactful and enthralling because this is so brand new, take a screenshot of this episode and put it up into your stories or your Instagram feed and tag both of us at Raven Scott Show and at modv.ca. 
ca and we'll yep we'll be happy to connect with you and yeah we appreciate everyone listening don't forget to dm me free gift to get your free how to draw powerful boundaries workshop and once you sign up for that workshop you're gonna get a whole bunch of other beautiful goodies and gifts i send out every saturday sparkle reminders to help empower you and to remind you how wonderful you are just know that i'm here for you i'm here to support you and i'm here for one-on-one coaching if you need some additional empowerment and someone to sit and hold space for you i'm here to do that if you are enjoying this podcast help me help others rate and review thank you so much for being here madvi Thank you so much for having me, Raven, and for all the great work that you're doing. I'm loving following your stuff too now. I think you're doing a great, you're doing a lot that a lot of people will benefit from as well. So thank you. Thank you. All right, everyone. And remember, always keep your unique light shining.